0: Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Friday, October 29th. I'm Steve Baker. Snow skiing before Halloween. More on that later. But first, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley today, partly sunny, becoming sunny with a high near 69. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 48. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high of 61. A chance of showers Monday. Sacramento, today, patchy fog before noon, mostly cloudy, then sunny and a high of 72. Tonight, low 54. Saturday, 66 and partly sunny. Truckee Tahoe, today, patchy fog before 11 a.m., then mostly sunny and a high of 59. Tonight, low around 31. And Saturday, 53 and mostly sunny. Placerville, today, some clouds in the morning, giving way to mainly sunny and a high of 71. Angels Camp, Some morning clouds, then sunny and a high of 75. Nevada County Public Health reports just three new confirmed COVID-19 cases yesterday. Out of 8,976 cases since the start of the pandemic, 121 are active. Eight people are hospitalized, four in intensive care, according to UBINET, and one additional fatality has been recorded, bringing the death toll to 104. Well, it used to be called Squaw Valley for a long time, and it's now open under its new name. Joyce Miller has the story.
1: This from today's Union newspaper in Grass Valley. For only the third time in its 72 years of operations, the ski resort, now known as Palisades Tahoe, is open in October. After last weekend's early season storm dropped three and a half feet of snow at upper elevations, the resort announced it would start its lifts today. Grooming will be limited, and more lifts may be added as assessment continues. Palisades Tahoe will operate from 9 to 3, Friday through Sunday, until daily operations begin November 24th.
0: Thanks, Joyce. CAL FIRE in Nevada, Yuba, and Placer Counties has lifted the burn suspension. Cooler temperatures and winter weather mean open burning is a tool residents in unincorporated Nevada County may use to get rid of green waste. To increase the likelihood that your home will withstand a wildfire, CAL FIRE says it's critical to implement defensible space and that now is the best time to get to work on developing and maintaining defensible space around your home. The Nevada County Superintendent of Schools' first academic tournament of the school year was being called a huge success. Nine local schools participated earlier this month for the annual 7th Grade Geography Tournament. Schools nominated teams of three students who gathered at their school sites to collaborate on a multiple-choice 100-point test covering local, state, U.S., and world geography. And the winners are first-place team champion Seven Hills School of Nevada City, second-place Grass Valley Charter School, and third-place Magnolia Intermediate School. And the multiple-choice was then followed... Yesterday, with a 7th grade Individual Geography B at the Nevada County Superintendent of Schools Office, Individual Geography B Awards were awarded to first place champion Ella DeHotels of Magnolia Intermediate, second place Erica Schwab of Chicago Park School, and third place Liam Coley of Clear Creek Elementary School. And this report from Ubinet, El Dorado County Assessor Carl Weiland today announcing that his office has processed the first batch of property tax value reductions for victims of the Caldor Fire. About 500 residences, most of which are in the Grizzly Flat area, and about 130 cabins on U.S. Forest Service land along Highway 50 are included in the first round of reductions. In the case of destroyed residential property, the assessed value is being reduced by about 85%, leaving a 15% residual, reflecting the underlying value of the land and credits for other fees. During the pandemic, laws on the sale of alcohol-to-go beverages relaxed and many flocked to outdoor spaces to share drinks at socially distanced gatherings with friends and family. Sipping cans of beer at outdoor hangouts became a part of many people's new normal in the city of Sacramento, drinking in public is still illegal, with few exceptions, and it's black residents who are disproportionately on the receiving end for citations and warnings, according to the Sacramento Bee. In 2020, Sacramento Police Department officers handed out 311 citations for drinking in public, according to a Bee analysis of publicly available department records. Of those given out where the race of the person cited is listed, about 40% were given to black residents, despite making up only 13% of the city's population. Race information was unavailable for 25 citations. The department in 2019 gave slightly fewer citations and warnings, 285 in all, but the racial pattern was almost identical. Among citations and warnings where race data was available, about 40% went to black residents. The prior year, the department issued nearly 480 citations and warnings, with black residents receiving about 35%. This is 0% surprising, says Meg White. She's an organizer with the community activist group Juice Sacramento. It's part of the very long laundry list of how Sacramento and many other cities are set up in a way to knock people already at a disadvantage further down. This also from the B. California state officials are worried prison guards' resistance to vaccines run so deep that a strict vaccination mandate could lead many to quit their jobs with potentially crippling effects to the prison system, according to a court filing this week. Governor Newsom and the Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation are appealing a vaccination order for all prison employees issued last month by U.S. District Judge John S. Tiger in Oakland. Newsom's administration asking Tiger to pause his order while the appeal makes its way through court. Just 51 percent of the state's roughly 28,000 correctional officers are vaccinated. Birthdays today include singer-actor Melva Moore, 76; actor Richard Dreyfuss, turned 74; and Winona Ryder is the big 5-0. By the way, tomorrow's birthdays feature Grace Slick at 82 and the Fonz, Henry Winkler, turning 76. And now, stay tuned as we return to the fun, frolic, and fine music of the Friday morning show with your host, Charlotte Peterson.